Hi, I'm Trevor Frank for Wedding Planner Extraordinaire, and you're listening to Wedding Confessions, the podcast where I bring back my newlywed couples to talk all about the good, the bad, the pretty, and sometimes the ugly that has to do with planning their weddings. From family drama, to vendors who don't show up, to dresses that break, and food that's served rotten, it's all here, and everyone has something to confess. I'm here today with my special guest co-host, Vince from Revos Photos, photography and videography. Hey, Vince. Hey, how's it going, everyone? How you doing? Very good. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. I love when people say that because it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Now, I'm joined with... Yes. Caitlin and Carlos, CNC Music Factory. <laughs> How you guys doing? We're good, thanks. Or good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks it's for so having us. It's so good to see you guys again. Yeah, great to see you too, We Trevor. had a really fun time planning your wedding. But before, actually, you know what? Before we get into your wedding, I want to know a little bit about the two of you. How did you guys meet? What's your love story? Yeah. Let's see. Who wants to take that one? Go ahead. Oh, they're being shy right now. (laughs) Uh, Well, Carlos and I met about seven years ago uh, back in Boston. I was um, in Boston, (laughs) yes. Uh, I was in Boston doing medical school, and uh, Carlos was originally from the state, so he was living in Rhode Island, and that's pretty close to each other because it's a, Rhode Island is a small state. So um, I was actually, we met online. We met on Match.com, which in today's world seems really archaic. Uh, it wasn't an app. It was an actual website Whoa. Um, where you had more than just a picture. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we kind of connected on Match and then met that way and and started dating there wow in boston yes what were you doing in boston well i work i was working at the time um just right outside of boston and uh yeah it was actually a good friend of mine that recommended that um you know why don't you give match you know (laughs) a chance uh because just because you know the casual dating scene was just kind of uh Fizzling Dry. out. Yeah, fizzling Nobody out. So I was just like, hey, why not? And luckily, it worked out. Isn't that <laughs> weird that you can't just go up to somebody in a bar anymore and start a conversation? You <laughs> yeah. have to meet online, either on an app or on a website. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. that all about? And, and there was a time when if we, had, we would meet a couple and I would ask them, how did you meet? And they said online, it would be like, wow, that's really rare. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. it's just like every other couple. It's like we met on this app or that app. I swiped mm-hmm. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah and it is, it is true, I think, like how quickly that technology changes because, yeah, mm-hmm. what people are using. I mean, I guess that was seven years ago that we met, so technology moves fast. But uh, mm. It, it really feels like I'm dating myself by saying match like that. I don't know anybody that uses match now. Is it still around? Exactly. We should it check. <laughs> it, yeah. is, it is. I don't know. So then did you live together in Boston? You were still living in Rhode Island when all this was happening? Yeah. So essentially, Caitlin, we had met in uh, March and, you know, it was the, almost at the end of her last year. And... You know, I know that she would eventually be moving back to Toronto uh, to do her residency. Um, so, no, I was just living in Rhode Island, and she was living in Boston at the time. 
um, and we actually did long distance for about a year. Wow, that's prior. a long time <laughs> to be long distance. Well, it was actually longer than that because I don't know. Well, you could consider Boston to Rhode Island long distance. We did that for a year, mm-hmm. and then I moved back to Toronto for and another year. He still lived in Rhode Island <coughs> when you were in Toronto. Yeah, though. exactly. And then, um, and then, yeah, he actually moved up to. Canada initially like without any status (laughs) so you moved to Canada because you're in love (laughs) yes pretty much and you were sick of the long distance relationship yeah um, I think well you know we both had talked about it prior to um, me moving up there that you know it was this was probably the best uh, scenario best route to take um, just, you know, so that way I can, you know, continue to save and then move up here to be with her. So I think it ended up working out well. That's wonderful. And then how long after that was it until you guys got engaged? Um, so I guess Carl's moved up in 2014 yeah, and then September. we got engaged in 2017. So what is that? Three years? Three okay. years. Yeah. yeah. I I think part of that, Trevor, was also the fact that I wanted to establish myself here and, you know, uh, get in a stable career, which I was uh, fortunate enough to do. And, um, yeah, just make it make it easier. That's awesome. In that sense. How did you propose? (laughs) Um, We get a smile and a laugh. first. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, the funny thing is that um, it was in a small Italian restaurant in the north end of Boston. Um, I had emailed um, the manager prior to like, hey, I'm going to be proposing to my girlfriend and I would really like it if you could, you know, get it on <laughs> on my phone. Uh, so here we are in a small little restaurant, probably with what, like 10, 12 tables. So it was very intimate. Oh, wow. Really small. Um, and, you know, I did it old school, got down on one knee and... Uh, proposed that's awesome and were I you expecting it, it Caitlin uh I actually had like a mini meltdown like 10 minutes before it <laughs> happened because like Carlos is like very genuine but like not super suave so he was like dropping little clues like throughout the day I don't know if he was doing it purposely or not but we were actually in Rhode Island visiting his family and he was like let's go to Boston for the night and I was like okay so then he was like would you help me pick a nice restaurant to go to so I actually like helped him pick the restaurant and then before we were leaving Rhode Island he was like make sure you wear something really nice like just get really nicely dressed up and I was like okay and then what else happened Oh, I know. When we first got into the restaurant, um, the like the maitre d' like or, like whomever sat us at a table, and I could tell that like Carlos was not happy about the table. And Carlos is like a pretty easygoing guy. I've never seen him be dissatisfied with the table selection before. But he like channeled <laughs> my inner mother, who's very assertive, and was like, "No, this table will not do," because we were like we were sitting at a table like kind of squashed in between two other people, and he was like, "No, oh, I don't like this table. This is not a good table." And I yeah. could that something was up so anyways eventually we did get moved to a different table and then like our entrees came and 
then dessert came and he just was kind of looking pretty relaxed. And so throughout the day, as he's dropping these clues, I'm assuming like, okay, it's going to happen tonight. It's going to happen. And then like dessert comes and he's just kind of sitting there twiddling his thumbs. And then I start to well up because I'm like, like I'm getting very emotional in my head. I'm like, oh my God, it's not going to happen. Maybe it's never going to happen. And then I just start crying. And then he just looks at me and I said, oh, I thought you were going to propose. And then he just kind of goes blank and he's like, just just relax and excuse me for a second. And he kind of excuses himself from the table and I don't know where he goes. And then he comes back and when he comes back, he comes around the other side of the table and, and gets down on one knee. That's so yeah. funny. And there was probably about like 10... Uh, so every it was a very intimate restaurant yeah. and there was also the waiter was there filming us yeah. so the light was flashing on us so everybody pretty much when he proposed everybody kind of stood up and and started clapping which Aww. was sweet but kind of I embarrassing so yeah. yeah i love that you had a meltdown right before it happened <laughs> yeah way to ruin my own way to ruin the surprise yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so unlike you too. yeah so unlike me not to yeah uh. So then you have to plan a wedding. What made you decide to get a wedding planner? Did you know? No, you didn't know you wanted one. It was your mom that kind of ring was the <laughs> ringleader for all of that. Yeah. I, so I guess we, we went to the bridal show that fall mm-hmm. at the convention center in Toronto. And yeah, I think like obviously my mom is you know, I'm very close with my mom. And so, um, you know, she had kind of suggested that uh, we should look for a wedding planner because, you know, she's busy, I'm busy, Carl's is busy. Um, and then I think you, Trevor, were probably like the second wedding planner that we that we met. And uh, then our fates were sealed. So I love your mom. And I remember the first time we met at the bridal show, you and her had a little... Uh, Oh, I don't even remember that. What, what did right we do? My booth. Like what did, I, I oh. think you were just over the whole experience. You didn't want to be there anymore. And your mom was just like, your mom, like all determined and ready to <laughs> like, let's just keep doing this. You're, it was just so funny to see because that's how I witnessed the, the rest of the year with the two of you is you guys had different opinions on things. Yes. And a lot of the wedding planning process, which was so, which I found to be so fun. Your mom was at a lot of the meetings and every a, meeting, a, which I, every meeting. <laughs> Uh, how did you find working with your mom so closely on something so big, such something that's going to be such a big deal in your lives? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, weddings bring up a lot of emotions and a lot of, like, hidden things for people. So I think, like, I knew that it was going to have its bumps. I think really those bumps were only major probably on a couple occasions, um, probably particularly, like, in the week and a half leading up to the wedding. I think all the stress just kind of gets concentrated there. And so... You know, I remember doing like our kind of final meeting with our decorator at our venue um, and like arguing over something so trivial as like the height of the candle holders, which like couldn't (laughs) interest me less. But, you know, it felt like she was digging her feet in. So I was going to dig my feet in, too. So, you know, there was probably just like a couple of those occasions. But otherwise, I think that I honestly think, Trevor, that like for 
you know, a couple for whom like one of the parents is going to be very involved. I actually think having a wedding planner is a nice intermediary. Mm -hmm. So I think that probably having you took a lot of the heat off of things between like she and I. So I actually think that that was, you were very instrumental in kind of keeping the peace and keeping things really fun and lighthearted mm -hmm. and pleasant because most of the time it was just doing fun things like picking flowers or whatever. Um, there wasn't a ton of contention. I think it was just, yeah, in that last week and a half. How were the heights of the candles? <laughs> <laughs> I think in the end, I think in the end, I think my choice won, so I think they were perfect. Yeah. yeah that a girl. Were they, were they shorter or taller? Sh shorter. Shorter, yeah. 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 The, the issue that she had, I guess, apparently was the fact that they were too, too tall and it was going to obstruct people's views. Yes. Which is a valid point. Yeah. yeah, and I'm glad you guys won that one because for the photos <laughs> oh, and the videos. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah very you. true, very true. And speaking of photos and videos, <laughs> let's talk about how you came into the picture. Yeah. Vince. Yeah, well, we, we, so we met up um, via Trevents, and uh, I, I don't really remember the first meeting all that much, to be honest with you. I just remember we talked about drones way too much. <laughs> yeah. And, and why was that? <laughs> yeah, Trevor yeah. and Caitlin were just looking at us and be like, okay, let, okay, enough drone talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so Carlos also is a photographer mm -hmm. and has a passion for drones. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your passion for drones, drone boy. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, yeah. I, I guess Trevor... Um, by default, actually, my, my degree is in communication, broadcast communication, so I've always enjoyed, you know, video and as well as photography. And ever since moving up to Toronto, I had a close friend of mine who is an influencer for Instagram, and he kind of, uh, kind of pushed me to, to get back into photography. And then um, after that, naturally, you know, I wanted to get uh, some better quality views so I decided to purchase my own drone and um, and the one I guess for me the one thing that I wanted in my <laughs> wedding video was the fact that you know Toronto is such a beautiful city that it would be great to get some drone shots because those have become very common nowadays so um, that was my only <laughs> I guess request, and I guess Vince uh, and was. Vince knows his way around a drone. Oh my goodness! But that was something that was a huge challenge because I remember we were getting out of the hotel. Yeah, and yep. I was like, "This is just you know, if it takes off, it takes off. If it doesn't, it doesn't." And it and and I tried it, and it actually took off. And I was yeah. like, "It's actually <laughs> in the air. It's actually in the air." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which was surprising because if you're downtown, it, it'll just. Mm. The we'll GPS allow you to will take beat it and it'll restrict flight. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how it even took off. That oh, that's, is that what actually happens? When it because what are the laws that if you're a certain amount of kilometers away from a airport, airport building people, mm -hmm. you can't fly it above people within. Uh, I think it's like a hundred feet from a build, and we were like right in we were yeah like in the heart of downtown. And like on Mercer Street, yeah. It reads this on all of the apps that. Oh, wow. The GPS will force it to mm. land. That is so interesting. Mm -hmm. I did not yeah. know that. And so I, I remember that uh, we tried it before, and it wouldn't even take off. Mm -hmm. So I, in my mind, I was like, oh, my goodness, this isn't going to take off. And the only drone shot I got was at the getting ready at your mom's place. Yeah. And it was actually yeah. incredible because as soon as I um, tilted up, 
you could see the entire Toronto skyline. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I was I was like, okay, at least I got that yeah. shot yeah. Uh, from from your place, and then and then we got an aerial view of the house as well. But really, I was it was when it was raining, and then we were downtown. I was like, I'm only gonna get one drone shot, yeah. and I know that was important for you. Yeah. So I was like, I really wanted to get that, and so I'm glad that it did somehow by fluke somehow took off because right. I really didn't have any hope that it would, but somehow it was in the air. That's I, lucky. And we we had to put together a last minute rain plan because oh yeah, that's right. the weather that week was not calling for rain at the beginning of the week. Yeah. It wasn't until I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday mm. that all of a sudden it was going to rain, but it wasn't just going to rain. It was going to like. Rain. Yeah. <laughs> this was some serious stormage coming our way, and we wanted to have an outdoor photo shoot. Yeah. Like that was what we planned for the last eight nine months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were able to luckily find a really cool location in Toronto. So that was indoors. That didn't cost us a thousand dollars for a permit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was free. It was free. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Way. Free advertising. Well, free because we were staying there that night. That's right. So, oh. although to be honest, like no one really bothered us while we were there. So mm. if we just walked off the street, although maybe you called I ahead think of it was time, because you I spoke a- to them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, this is that's I, the sign of a good wedding planner. I didn't even realize. I just assume that life would be this easy. <laughs> I called in a favor because I didn't think it was fair that a lot of the places that we were looking at. We're going to charge you yeah. 400 500 $1,000 for a couple of hours to shoot your yeah. pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this hotel that you stayed at was very accommodating, and your pictures are really cool there. Yeah. Yeah. Those are actually really some nice. of my, my favorite pictures from the day. Like the, It was a cool library lobby yeah. bar, and we've just got some really – actually, one of my favorite pictures that Vince took – I think, it w- I don't know if it's one of you or your colleagues, Vince, but it's mm. like me and my bridesmaids mm. sitting on a couch. Yeah. What about and me? I'm, well, I know, don't worry, yours is my <laughs> second favorite. Um, but we just have this very, like, it's almost like that bridesmaid photo, but like, like you know, for the movie Bridesmaids, but like sitting on the couch, and we've all got this very stoic yeah. kind of regal face like on. Vogue. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great, it's one of my favorites of the girls, so I really... And we had fun. We, I like b- ordered a bottle of champagne. The guys mm-hmm. had drinks, so it was it was it worked out super well. I yeah. love that. Yeah. You also got married at a very beautiful church, the Holy Rosary Church, mm-hmm. and but your venue was so we went to go look at four <coughs> venues in one day that I thought would be good for the vision that you had, your personalities, the budget, and one of the ones on that list was a venue that I had always wanted to work at. I, it was on my radar. It was on my vision board. I just hadn't found the right couple to have their wedding there yet. And luckily, yeah. that was the venue that you picked of the four. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And it was second floor events. I think one of the, the biggest things as to why we did decide, Charles, was the fact that, you know, we live in a hard loft and that had some of the uh, appeals. Um, you know, yeah, high, the ceilings floor, high ceilings and the floors rugged and everything. Floors, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was probably one of the biggest factors as to why. Yeah, we like the aesthetic of it for sure. It was like we were having a huge party in your loft. Exactly. Yes. 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 And there were such there were so many cool elements to this venue too. One of the one of the things that I loved most about your wedding was the photos above the bar. So they have these really cool light boxes above the bar, which is a very long bar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there was, I think there were seven photo boxes, all different shapes and sizes, and we filled them with pictures of you. Yeah. Now, Caitlin didn't want to have 
pictures of her all over. She wanted. She didn't want a slideshow. She really didn't want the attention on her so much. Mm-hmm. But she was okay with this idea, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. In the end, I think yeah, the light boxes were were really cool. Um, I don't know if we d- yeah we did a mix of kind of like pictures of Carlson and I in different traveling locations and a, like a cute side by side of like him as a kid and me as a kid around the same age. So. Yeah, I wasn't in love with the idea of an actual slideshow, but just having those up there, I think, were a really cool visual and kind of added to making the venue feel kind of more personal. So And tasteful. Tastefully yeah. done. Tasteful. That's the key word there. I don't know what we'll do. Actually, I do know what we did. We reused those massive pictures in our second wedding that we had in Rhode Island. A week later. A week later. <laughs> um, but uh, after that, I don't know what we'll do with them, but we'll, we'll find a we'll use for them. Yeah. You had... A surprise <coughs> element to the wedding that mm-hmm. not very many people knew about. The surprise was that after our speech, Carlson and I um, broke out into a choreographed dance to this really cool major laser song or remix of a major laser song that so it also cool. incorporated taking a shot. So, so it wasn't just that you had to choreograph the dance. We also had to choreograph the shots and have yes. them in a specific place yes. ready to go. Yes. What made you want to do this? Whose idea was it? I don't even know if I can remember whose idea it was. Was it uh, friends? Uh, no, but who look? came up with the idea to do that in the first place? I don't know. I think maybe we just felt like... Was it Carlos' like dream of as a little boy that he always just wanted no. to dance? I think we, we didn't want, like, you know, just traditional cookie-cutter things, uh, Trevor. So we, we just thought, like, you know, what would be something fun and, and entertaining, not only for ourselves, but uh, for our families and friends. Yeah. And uh, I thought this actually worked out. Yeah. It sure was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> we can't give the credit. We, we did not choreograph it. I have a very, very close friend that I grew up with who's very talented in dance and studies dance. And she came over the week before and was extremely patient with Carlos and I while she choreographed this little kind of sequence. She was, she was great. Um, she was very, yeah, she and was we great. we rehearsed it in the venue yes. a few days prior yes. just to make sure that you were okay with it. Yeah. With the DJ there. Yeah. Got all the cues down. It was really fun. I love it when people want to bring their own unique style to their wedding. And Mm -hmm. doing something like that is very daring. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can pull off something like that, but you guys did it. You killed it. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. That was really fun. That was was a great kind of, and it opened up everything for everybody as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any major stress leading up to the day or on the day itself? Um... For me, um, not really, but I'm sure, you know, for the bride, there's... <laughs> oh, yeah, bride? I just, well, maybe this is a little tidbit. I don't think I've shared this with anyone. I don't know if this is interesting, but now that I look back on it, I kind of chuckle. So the night before the wedding, like every, you know, I was staying at my parents' house. He was at the condo, and I was kind of getting, you know, a little bit anxious and nervous, and Carlson and I, like, talked on the phone and, you know, he had mentioned that, like, maybe a couple of his friends from Rhode Island were just going to come by to hang out for a little bit. And so we kind of said our goodnight and I love you and we'll see you tomorrow. And then, like, I think a half an hour later, my phone rings and I pick it up and it's a pizza delivery guy who 
because my cell phone number is plugged into the condo building, like <laughs> Carlos is like up at I don't know what time, like ordering pizza with his friends. And I'm like in my own head starting to panic, like, oh, my husband to be is like up late at night ordering pizza, eating it with his friends. I hope he's in an OK state of affairs for the next morning. <laughs> so that's what you were worrying about. That's what Whether I was, he was going to be cohesive. The yeah. Next day to just, say his vows. Yeah. But uh, what kind of pizza did you order? Uh, just pepperoni and cheese. <laughs> I like pepperoni yeah. and cheese. <laughs> so did you end up sleeping? Were you okay? Did you? I think I slept. I feel yeah. I think I slept, but then adrenaline kind of wakes you up. So um, no, I think that the day of felt very smooth, and I think a lot of that had to do with all the planning that had gone into it, and just knowing that there was that you were there just to oversee everything. Like I really can't imagine having to be the one orchestrating that while yeah. you're trying to enjoy your day. So I think mm-hmm. that really it was a very stress-free day and I really, I can close my eyes and remember every moment of it because I was able to just kind of be present and enjoy I it. I love hearing that. That makes me so happy. Yeah. So you can actually remember your wedding and remember the special moments. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You also had really cool MCs. Yeah. So you both chose an MC from either side to co MC together. So we had from your side, Carlos. Yep, I had a good childhood friend of mine named uh, Alex, and uh, we grew up together uh, back in the States, and, you know, really thought that she would be uh, a great fit. I had originally asked um, one of my uh, groomsmen to do it because he actually is an MC, uh, uh, but he unfortunately turned it down, so I was like, you know what, Um, Alex would be a great fit, and she ended up doing a great job. She, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we paired her up with the master of <laughs> MCs, your aunt. Yeah, my Aunt Monica. Who took her role very seriously. Not that Alex didn't. Yeah, yeah. But Monica came into town from, from Quebec to yeah, from Ontario Montreal, yeah. to Toronto. And we had a meeting. Well, mm-hmm. we had a dinner. It was, yeah. it was more than just a meeting. We, we <laughs> got together. I got to meet Monica and talked about she was she just wanted to know what she had to do and what she had to say and then we had some video meetings along the way <laughs> i've never worked Zoom? so closely yeah. with an mc than i did with your aunt and wow. i loved it though wow. because she just she took it very seriously she knew how important it was because the mm. mc's role is very important especially when it's not Big time. the dj let's say who's yeah. doing it because the dj yeah. does it at every wedding right. he's used to it he's got the voice he knows the flow when it's a personal mc it can go two ways. It can go really, really well, mm-hmm. or it could just be like just a bomb. like just a total disaster. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, because of how into it your aunt was, her and Alex just did an incredible yeah. job, and they we had fun. And then on the day, they just they had yeah. such a good time with it, and they were so good. They really kept that night flowing properly. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was really nice. It, felt like personal and I was really I was worried at first because I I think I knew maybe they wanted to do some games and the idea of games at a wedding makes me nervous but ultimately I think they did it very tastefully and it was it would really added a nice kind of like personal element totally and I'm not surprised at how your aunt wanted to work this because she is your mom's sister yes (laughs) (laughs) somehow it runs in the family (laughs) this character trait <laughs> and listen you've got a tear you're, you're part of this oh Uh-oh. <laughs> and your mom was really concerned about your dad speaking at the wedding what was that all about 
Yeah, well, when my brother and his wife got married, I guess a couple years ago now, um, my dad gave the speech and, you know, leading up to their wedding, I think my mom kept checking in with my dad being like, oh, have you worked on the speech? Have you written it down? Are you keeping it to this many minutes? And, you know, my dad obviously perhaps you know, just in reaction to that, to my mom was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And then when he actually got up there, um, I I mean, the speech speech. is now a legend in my extended family because he kind of, first of all, he took the mic from the stand and he like went in the middle of the, of the room of the wedding reception room and just began to speak about very kind of like esoteric things like the wind and the wind as a metaphor for love. And you can, you know, that kind of went on for about 15 minutes, which like, (laughs) you know, I think for my senses, like for a wedding speech is actually quite long. And so you know, um, you know, but there were some people at that wedding that just thought it was the most heartfelt speech and just to this day talk about it. And there's some people like my brother and I and my mom that maybe kind of cringe a little bit when we think about the wind. So <laughs> every um, time you hear the wind, the, yeah, the wind, just because of how long it went on for. So I think that was the setup that meant that my mom just really wanted to have a very well organized and formatted and well prepared speech that did not get off track. I remember that speech because I was I had the camera the video camera on a gimbal recording I was on your your family side okay so on the right side yeah and I was laughing I like I was trying to focus on them right and every once in a while I'd get you or your dad but I can't really remember much of your dad's speech but what I do remember is their reaction to it <laughs> everybody was dying <laughs> laughing <laughs> like they were dying laughing and, and I was it's like uh, maybe there's a lot of like inside yeah. stuff to this, and now it makes sense yeah. oh, from the other. Yeah, way. Mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. <laughs> gimbal, gimbal. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> what happens at the end of the night now? So you guys are, you know, into the into the open bar, and there's dancing all over the place. Which apparently was a very open bar. Like that was one comment that people made. Actually, a couple of people afterwards was like, some, one of my friends was like, "Yes, the bar, like the drinks were flowing." Like, that was just how she put it. Like, it was a very generous bar. <laughs> I just, I love everything about that venue. Mm-hmm. But so, okay, so the open bar was, was, uh, was very successful. So everybody's drunk and dancing on the dance floor. And then it just has to end. Yeah. So what do you do? Did you go to, was there an after party? No, we just uh, got in the limousine and headed to the hotel. And uh, I was just telling Caitlin, like, you know, it is true. Like it, it felt like it was so quick. It goes by like, fast. It, it went by so fast, and you know, by the end of the night, I mean, we were both just drained, yeah. just emotionally, physically, and it's a long day yeah. too, though. I remember when you left that night. I was like, I just felt like a little empty. I was like, <laughs> what? Like, like you're leaving? Like, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, How exactly. will this wedding continue to exist <laughs> if you're not here? Like, Aww. my brain was having a hard time, like, grappling with that. And then, yeah, the next day, like, thinking that, like, you know, because we had been in communication with you since, like, what, September? That's almost, like, a year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So to go from, like, you know, first, whatever, monthly and then weekly and then, like, daily messaging, it's just, mm-hmm. like, there is a kind of a bit of a 
Yeah, like a... It's a bond. Yeah. A friendship, if you yeah. will. Yeah, absolutely. But look at us now. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys so much for coming. I appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedules to do this. Uh, it was so good to see you. It was so good to talk about your wedding. I hope you had fun. Yes. Yeah, Vince, definitely, definitely. I also appreciate your time and being here. Thank you so much. And uh, see you later, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Trevor. Thank Great you, Trevor. to see you, too. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe and also follow me on Instagram at Trevents Planner and at Wedding Confessions.